Live from the heart of Los Angeles, this is the at-home edition of the Life Changes Show. Look at the bright eyes. Look at the With tonight's guest, mastermind community host and author, Napoleon Gratitude. Look at the and musical guest, Jadina. I am Mark Leisure, and now our host, the MC, the master of change, Filippo Voltaggio. And I am so excited about tonight's show. As a matter of fact, I am so grateful for tonight's show and conversation. Uh, On the way to tonight's show, I had a funny memory that I haven't thought about in years. As a child, I used to remember uh, my parents uh, picking up and bringing uh, people to parties like that couldn't drive or were older. Uh, and then we would have parties and then and then they'd go and drop them back off or my dad would drop them off. And and especially if it was a lady, my dad would say, ask me if I wanted to go along and uh, drop off the older lady to her house after the party. And I, I remember it, it's really interesting that um, that I we used to joke about it as kids. The keys would start coming out early. The keys would start coming out of the purse or out of the pocket. They'd hold their keys and they'd look for the key that was going to open the house door. That would happen early, um, which we always thought was really funny, uh, like almost as soon as they got in the car. But the thank yous would happen as they're either walking out the door or on the other side of the door or just as the door was closing as they were outside. It, it, I, I started to make a joke about it as a kid that we would we would joke with my brothers and sister. I would I would like, you know, get outside the car. I'd shut the door and I'd say thank you. And then mouth like I'm thinking. And I thought, how come the keys are coming out early? Like, that's important. I need the key to get in the house. It's going to be dark and all that. But to say thank you, to share gratitude for not only picking me up or for the lovely party you all threw or for dropping me off, that was saved until almost the door slammed. So I said to myself, when somebody does something like that for me someday, when I'm older, I'm going to start thanking them early, like about the time the keys should come out in that kind of way of thinking. I'm going to start thanking them. Interestingly enough, we don't seem to be used to that in this society. Like we would get in the car if somebody's dropping me off when I didn't have a car, or when I needed a ride or something like that. Or, or And I'd say, you know, I really appreciate you dropping me off. What? We're done? What? You're getting out? What? You're leaving? I found that almost invariably that people didn't understand the the gratitude coming at the beginning uh, or if somebody would be helping me with something on the computer or helping me with the, something in a class, I'd say, I really appreciate you helping me with this homework or with this problem. And they'd say, well, I haven't done anything yet uh, or I haven't figured it out yet or I haven't helped you yet. And I thought, wow, this is not really working. And I actually kind of stopped doing that in a way. Maybe it's become a part of me where I still kind of do it. But today I'm happy to be reminded I want to do it again. Like I know I want to do it. And because it feels right. And I think I have, 
uh, we're ha- we're going to have a conversation with someone who's not only going to agree with that, but is going to take it all to a whole other level uh, from his own experience. I'm glad we've got Napoleon Gratitude on the show tonight. And uh, so looking forward to the music of Jadina, all on the Life Changes show when we come back right after this. Have you felt inspired to meditate, but you just can't? Do you suffer from anxiety, but fidget toys just make you more fidgety? Want to replace negative self-talk in your head that keeps bringing you down? Introducing the latest self-help solution, Phi Beads. Transformational beaded jewelry inspired by ancient wisdom, science, math, and psychology. All Phi Beads are designed to incorporate the powerful Fibonacci sequence, nature's mathematical formula that has shaped our existence from the beginning of time. The Fibonacci sequence, also known as the golden mean or the golden ratio, is recognized by our conscious and unconscious mind and resonates as order out of chaos like we see in plants, flowers, seashells, ocean waves, the pyramids, and in our own body. Not only beautiful, they feel good to wear. Phi beads can help anchor tranquility, positivity, focus, and structure in your life by doing the Phi meditation. Phi meditation helps you harness the power of I am for intention, affirmation, and manifestation. Affirm the life you want. Get your set of Phi Beads at PhiBeads.com. That's Phi, P-H-I, Beads.com. You are listening to The Life Changes Show, live from Vortex Dome, L.A., on the BBS Radio Network, with your host, the master of change, Filippo Voltaggio. You can hear tonight's show and all our past shows on our archive page at LifeChangesShow.com, which include luminaries such as comedian Michael Collier, actress Gabriella Wright, performing artist James Hood, and author Ken Honda. Email your comments and questions to info at lifechangesnetwork.com or askdorothy at lifechangesshow.com. You can also comment via Twitter at Life Changes Show and Facebook at The Life Changes Show. We're back. I am Filippo Voltaggio, host of the Life Changes Show. This is uh, episode 679, and I'm online with Mark Lejeur, our co-host and producer. I am super excited for tonight's show. Napoleon was introduced to us by past guest and dear Life Changes friend, Anna Bliss. And uh, and when I talked to Napoleon first, when I was first introduced to him, and when I connected with Jadina, it just felt like family. And I love when there's that soul resonance and love what both of them are doing in the world. And I uh, can't wait for this conversation and music. You know, Mark, I, I feel the same way. So uh, this show is titled Gratitude, the most powerful tool for manifestation and creation. Those are words of our guest, who is an online marketing expert, creator and host of a gratitude and manifestation mastermind community and author of children's book, Gratitude for Kids. I am so grateful to have Napoleon Gratitude on the show. Welcome, Napoleon. I thank you so much for having me, Filippo. Thank you so much for the introduction to this whole uh, experience for me. Thank you, Mark. Really appreciate it. Um, Yeah, I'm so honored and so grateful to be here. Grateful, of course, being the... The key word here, right? Uh, Absolutely. And so, like I say, I am grateful for you to be on. I know we already will have a great conversation. And uh, that's based on just a knowing. And also because 
I'm grateful from the start. What what does that mean to be grateful from the start? Um, what it means is that everything. So let's start from the beginning. I um, you know, I used to hate that that word, grateful, <clears throat> because ah. when I used when I was growing up. And I was really a very difficult child to raise. Um, my parents would say, you're so ungrateful. Um. So ungrateful, so ungrateful. And so <clears throat> the connotation with being grateful, you know, or the word gratitude for me meant really something bad, right? Mm. And, um, and I hated it. And I hated when they would say, you're so ungrateful. First of all, I didn't even know what they meant by that. <laughs> so yeah. I didn't even know what they meant, uh, but I was doing something wrong and uh, by not being grateful. So I immediately had an aversion to that word. Um, wow. You know, so, but now that has completely gone 180 degrees, right? Yeah. I lead my life with so much gratitude that I keep inviting the most amazing experiences, abundance, love, happiness in my life as a result of being grateful. And it's not the other way around. People think that they have to be that they have to have all these things in order for them to be grateful. Otherwise, they're not grateful and they're actually making a mistake. It is the gratitude for all of these things, for as little as we have, that calls all those things into existence in our lives. And I'm here, I'm, a, I'm proof to that. You know, I, <clears throat> I didn't read it in a book. I actually have experienced it, you know. You have a lot of great people in your life now. You're doing great things and you're doing well financially, et cetera. And you used to also, you had businesses, you worked with big businesses and lots of corporations and fun things you did and had money and all that stuff. Uh, so there was a point in your life where you didn't have any of that, no money and, and, and no friends to speak of who could support you in that moment maybe. And so what, what else did you not have and or uh, what was it that you could say how did you find what to be grateful for if you didn't have anything that most people would say, how could you be grateful? There is always something to be grateful for. <laughs> always. You know that uh, most of us take so much for granted. Mm. Most of us live in this, in these societies, in these Western societies, in these industrialized countries with so much and we don't realize that we have so much to be grateful for, things that we take take for granted. There was a moment there where I had to be grateful for having five fingers in each hand. Mm. Mm. Being grateful for not being, you know, for having all my limbs. Being grateful for, you know, the clothes that I wear, even if they're out of fashion, <laughs> out of season. <clears throat> it doesn't really matter. Um, there is, so there's always something to be grateful for. All the things that we have right now 
and that some of your listeners have that they take for granted, someone else in the world is praying for those things. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize that. That And now, you know, I look at my life and all the, all the beautiful things that I have in my life, the beautiful people that I have in my life, and um, and I just think that this is really um, this is what I wanted in my life. This is what I prayed for, you know. And I'm not a very big prayer, to be honest. But the the little the few times that I would pray for something, I would pray for everything that I have now. Mm-hmm. So it's it's always just good to remember that. That there's always something to be grateful for and to remember that there's something that wants what you have that that you take for granted. So in in that moment of addictions, uh, substance abuse, uh, uh, a desire to not be living, uh, potential considering suicide, how, how did you find this? <clears throat> um, so I, like you said, I was uh, I was in the worst moment of my life. I I you know I don't drink and I don't do drugs, and um, so I was very aware of what life was and and everything that was coming at me in life. What happened was that I had this tech company and um, and I raised money for it. I had a half, I raised a half a million dollars for it, and then I ran out of money and I couldn't raise any more money. So I took out my savings and invested it all into my company. Um, I took out my credit cards and put them all into the company, and then I took out loans against some of the real estate that I own, and I put it all into my company. And then I still couldn't raise any more money and I ran out of money again. And I got an eviction notice from my place, from my home. And uh, <clears throat> and all I could think about was I can't be homeless with my son. At that time I was married and I had and I had this child, this this son. And um, and all I could think about was I can't be homeless with him because this is gonna scar him for life. And the only solution that I could find was to commit suicide so he could get the life insurance policy. Mm. And it was a fleeting thought to a plan. <clears throat> and then one day I I have a partner in one of the build in one of these real estate properties that we own. And um, and I told him what I was thinking. And he said, you know what? Don't worry about me. Worry about your family and you and I can sort this out later. Because I owed him some money and I couldn't pay him back. And I said, thank you. And I, you know, it took the weight off my shoulders because I had given him my word that I was going to pay him back. And when I give someone my word, it means a lot to me. So I went home that night and I got down on my knees and I said, God, if there is a God, because at this point, I don't know anything. If there's a God, show me a different way because my way is not working. And in that moment, my eye went to this gratitude process that a friend of mine had given me two months prior. And I thought, you know, I really need a check, but I'm going to start with this. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. So, but I'll start with the gratitude process. So I started doing this gratitude process, and um, and the more I did it, the better I felt. And you know, and then three weeks into it, I met John McAfee. Uh, rest in peace, John. You know, he, the founder of McAfee Antivirus, mm-hmm. and he agreed to become my partner. And then a few weeks later, I raised 25 grand for my company. And then a few weeks later, I raised a half a million dollars. And all my friends are going, oh, my God, Napoleon, it's the gratitude work. Oh, my God, can you please send me the exercises? And I said, "Okay, I'll send you the exercises and then we'll support each other in doing these exercises. And they said, "Okay." And I started this gratitude text group with two friends of mine and myself, right? In that was February of 2015. So seven over seven years ago, I started that. And I started this text group. Now that text group has grown to 18,000 people uh, in multiple groups, multiple languages. I, you know, uh, it's a small movement. <clears throat> and uh, what happened was that I wanted you know, when people would say, oh, it's the gratitude work. Oh, my God, it's the gratitude work. I would say, yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. But in the back of my head, there was this little voice that would say, maybe it was just coincidence. Maybe you just got lucky. Maybe, maybe, maybe. So I set my goals to raise $2 million based on a $20 million valuation for my company, which was against all belief systems, including mine, and against everybody's opinions. And the goal was virtually impossible. But I needed to know that the reason why I got this money was as a result of doing this gratitude work. And in the process of doing this, I also started studying the brain because I was very curious. I mean, I got the money and I have the proof. And yet, like most of us, in the face of proof, in the face of all of this, sometimes we question it and we doubt it. Because we have no, because the immediate reaction of the brain is to refuse any information that it doesn't already have a point of reference to within the subconscious. As I learned. And so, you know, when I started doing this and I visualizing this $2 million into my bank account, it's a process, right? So, uh, and by the way, if anybody in in this that's listening wants to be added, Maybe you can provide them with my phone number and I'll be more than happy to add them to the gratitude text group. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So what happened was that I wrote down that I'm getting this $2 million. I'm visualizing, I'm checking into the feeling of having those $2 million in my bank account and all of that. And let me tell you something, you know, I, I was doing this gratitude work day in and day out because the key is repetition. As I learned that there, as I learned at that time, was that there are two ways to rewire your brain. Uh, you know, there may be others, but none that I know of. Repetition, you do something daily, and it's not mostly, it's actually daily. You do something daily for 63 days or more, and that will create new neural pathways. Or you have a powerful emotional experience, and that also shifts 
you know, your, your, the rewiring in the brain. Mm-hmm. And, and so I started like studying all of this, right? Anything that you do in the first hour after you wake up and the last hour before you go to sleep goes right into your subconscious unfiltered. So it's important that, you know, we don't do the normal things that we do when we wake up or before we go to sleep. Um, then the repetition, then anything that you constantly say about yourself is basically dropping seeds into your subconscious, unfiltered. And eventually the brain will match those belief systems and or what whatever you're saying to what to what comes into your life. And your brain is actually responsible for all that. <coughs> Excuse me. So I didn't know any of this, right? And um but I learned and and when I started doing this this gratitude work trying attracting trying to attract the two million dollars into my life i started going to visit investors all over all over the world really um i must have visited maybe 70 companies or individual investors and some of them would laugh at me and some of them would kick me out of their offices i remember this guy i won't say any names but he was sitting there like he was dr no Tell me, what are you looking for? <laughs> and I was like, uh, you know, I'm looking for $2 million based on a $20 million valuation for my company. He didn't even answer or say anything else. He just basically went to his, to his phone and said, Rosie, can you please come and show this gentleman out the door? Mm. And he threw me out the door and I said, but we're going to do it. We're going to blah, blah. He goes, you're delusional. And he threw me out. <clears throat> and then... And then I went and sat in front of these uh, internet pioneers one time. There were 15 of them. And I, you sit in front of them and you say who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for. And I said, oh, my name is Napoleon, and I'm looking for $2 million based on a $20 million valuation for my company. And they all rolled their eyes at me. And one of them said, you're delusional. Who's going to give you that money? You don't have any exits. You'd never sold the company. Where'd you go to school? You don't even have a product because I didn't have a product at that time. I only had an idea. And I had been doing this work for about four months and it had essentially rewired my brain. I was no longer the person that started off on that journey. I, my way of seeing things, my way of thinking, my, my, even my self-confidence had completely shifted. And I told them, Excuse me, I didn't come here to ask you for permission. I came here to share with you what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And he said, ah, oh, you're still delusional. Two months later, I got the $2 million based on a $20 million valuation. So good on you. And what do you do? What did you do? Or when when did you go into your gratitude mode? Like, did you walk out of that meeting saying, I'm so grateful they did that? Or I'm so grateful that doesn't <laughs> matter to me? What, what did you say? How did you so mitigate that? This is a daily practice. And I um, you write these, uh, you do the, these gratitude exercises daily. And I had done them before this meeting. I didn't have to, I left that meeting 
Let me, let me just ask you something. Filippo, someone says to you, you're a murderer. You're a terrible person. You're, and you know that you're not, right? So no matter how many times someone calls you that, it's so inconsequential to you that it rolls off your shoulder. Mm. And that's what happened for me. That guy said that, and I didn't care. I didn't. So you had rewired your brain that if, if you hadn't rewired your brain, you could walk out of there saying, he's right, and what am I thinking, so, and everybody's telling me the same thing. Exactly. Just so that you know, 70 people turned me down, or 70 companies and investors turned me down before I got those $2 million. And some of them were, you know, it wasn't pretty. The other thing is, the I don't seek validation from people anymore. Mm. Because I know who I am. And so for him to want to, I didn't, I wasn't seeking validation. And I think that one of the biggest problems that people have, or most people have, is that they go into situations where they need something. Number one, needing something is not a good thing. If you need something, you're you're at a disadvantage from the get-go. But uh, you needed $2 million. I didn't need $2 million. I wanted $2 million. Okay. And there's a difference. Okay. And needing something, immediately there's a sense of scarcity present. And so nobody wants to invest in scarcity. Nobody. At least no one in the right mind. <clears throat> and um, so I didn't go with that. I didn't need the $2 million. I went and presented this, and I wanted them to listen to me. And that's exactly how I went into, into most of these meetings that I went into. And if you, well, I kept my focus on the outcome that I wanted. And anything that didn't align with that outcome, I would immediately just let it roll off my shoulder. Mm. Like it happened in this, in this situation, this meeting that I had with this, uh, with these people. <clears throat> so. Speaking of validation, uh, I know you said that you, you don't do drugs or alcohol. You had told me you'd been clean and sober for 32 years, was it? 23. 23 years. Uh, so, uh, but you shared with me, we just have a couple minutes before a break here, but but you shared with me something very interesting that when when you got cleaned up and sober, then then you found other addictions until you found gratitude. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, I believe that to be human is to be an addict of some kind. Hmm. I believe that to be human is to be an addict. We get addicted to things we don't even realize. Right. Um, we don't even realize some of us. The thing is that some of these addictions are very beneficial. You know, people say, oh, my God, he's such a hard worker. Yeah, and he's a workaholic, you know, but it brings money and people don't see it as a bad thing. For me, my addictions, my uh, my alcoholism, my alcoholic addiction and my 
cocaine addiction were causing such damage in my life that it was it was so detrimental to my to my well-being that I needed to change that, right? But what happens is that when you when I stop doing those things, my being uncomfortable in my own skin, I, I started seeking out other addictions, mm. which is what really addiction is about. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> I believe that being, you know, uh, being uncomfortable in your own skin drives us to seek outside substances, people, money, work, whatever, shopping, gambling, um, to make us feel different, different than, than how we feel. And, um, but I developed all these addictions. And then when I discovered gratitude, I didn't know that the byproduct of doing this gratitude work was going to be to give up those addictions because mm. I didn't have to give them up. They just basically fell off my way of being. My, I wasn't interested in them anymore. Mm. Wow. Uh, well, we're gonna we're gonna dive a little bit more into gratitude, what it means, and what the practice is, and how you also can get involved with uh, Napoleon and his work and your work, actually, all of our work of of gratitude. You could find him on Instagram by going to at Napoleon Gratitude, and it's just as it sounds, Napoleon N A P O L E O N gratitude at napoleon gratitude uh he has a list a little later on he's going to give his phone number i believe where you can text him and he'll put you on his text list where every night i think it is because i'm not on yet but i look forward to be he texts uh you uh, a part of the process or something we're going to learn more about that when we come back but uh, so grateful to have Napoleon Gratitude on the show. And we're going to have a segment, uh, the Ask Dorothy segment, coming up shortly after our interview with Napoleon. And then live performance by Jadina, all on the Life Changes Show at Home Edition, right after this. The Little Dog That Could is the fantastically true story of a man and a little dog that came into his life as his mentor to help him understand the world beyond his human senses and to experience life, love, and healing beyond his human understanding. Best-selling author Filippo Voltaggio, who currently hosts the highly regarded Life Changes show, is an internationally known singer, speaker, and life coach. Filippo offers up his own story, how one little surprise package in fur and four legs transformed his life unexpectedly forever and furthered his path of self-discovery. In The Little Dog That Could, Filippo brings to life the meaning of the adage, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Through the reading of this book, you will experience the journey of real miracles that transcend time, space, and logic while gaining practical tools that will help you navigate your way. The Little Dog That Could is available through Amazon and Barnes & Noble. For more information, visit thelittledogthatcould.com. That's thelittledogthatcould.com. You are listening to the Life Changes Show, live from Vortex Dome LA, with your host, Filippo Voltaggio. You can visit us online at lifechangesshow.com, via Twitter Life Changes Show and Facebook at Life Changes Show.
I am Filippo. This is the Life Changes Show at Home Edition, and our guest is Napoleon Gratitude, who is an online marketing expert, the creator and host of a gratitude and manifestation mastermind community, and author of children's book, Gratitude for Kids. If you've been following the show, you could probably see how kids learning about gratitude uh, would be very important at a very young age. Uh, Napoleon, you said something very interesting during our conversation earlier uh, today that if somebody had offered you at 15 years old a million dollars, right? Yeah. Go on and and share that if you would, please. So, sorry. um, I was saying that if someone would offer me a million dollars at age 15, say, either a million dollars or giving the opportunity to do this gratitude work and being willing to do it, I would take the gratitude work in a heartbeat because that million dollars with the wrong mindset will be gone in a few years, if it even lasts that long. You know, um, <clears throat> there's countless, countless amount of people who have won the lottery. And as you know, or as you may know, uh, most of them are in debt by year six or seven. They're in debt. They're completely gone through the money because it's not about the money. It's about the mindset. And you can't, re- you can never no matter no matter how much money you make, you will always find a way to actually lose it or to waste it. Mm. Most people don't realize that. They think that the job's going to cure them, that the girl's going to cure them, or the guy is going to save them, or that the that the money and that the blah blah blah, all of this stuff, <clears throat> and it doesn't work that way, um, because all the because once you understand how the universe actually works, you realize that money really has no value in it of itself. There's no intrinsic value to money. So, so speaking of blah, 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 like, so, so what, what about the, the kind of gratitude that says, yeah, I'm grateful for this. Yeah, I'm grateful. Like, can you do this wrong? No. <clears throat> the only thing that you can do wrong is to miss a day or two while you're doing it. Mm. Eventually, you just the practice of doing it and keep doing it, even if you don't believe it, because look, that was me in the beginning. I didn't believe it. I didn't. I, I thought that, you know, I thought that I needed it. Like I said earlier, I thought that I needed a check. I didn't know that I that this was going to be much more important to me than a check. And you know, I thought I just needed I just needed money. So I was doing it reluctantly in many ways, you know, and I but I kept on doing it because there was a part of me that deep down inside kind of knew that I needed to do this and needed to do it for the first time in my life, needed to do it the way that it was prescribed and not think that, you know, I'm going to create a new way of doing it. I'm going to create some shortcut that doesn't exist. That does shortcuts don't exist. If you wanted this, so this work, this 
gratitude work will work even if you don't believe that it's working. Eventually, so your brain will rewire itself into your own belief. So I know people struggle. I know people who have struggled uh, looking for one thing to be grateful for. And earlier you gave us uh, being grateful for having five fingers, for example. And uh, so so what where's a good place to start? Yeah, start with what you have. Even if it's very little, even if, you know, if you're in a moment of crisis, which is what I, you know, what I was going through, um, look for the things that you have, because even in those moments of, of crisis, you can find, you know, being grateful for the bed that you sleep on or, you know, the, the pennies that you have in your hand or the whatever, the clothes that you wear. You know, you start with the little things. So, you know, I created this. Uh, I basically have created my own process of gratitude based on my own experience. And being grateful for things in advance is actually super powerful because you're calling them into existence. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Neil Donald Walsh. Donald mm-hmm. Neil mm-hmm. Walsh. Uh, said that that gratitude in advance is the most powerful tool in the universe. And I am completely in agreement with that. So being grateful for something that you want in your life in advance and, uh, and visualizing it and, uh, and feeling it will call that into existence. I'm living it. I'm constantly living it. Um, so, But you start with the little things that you have. So obviously, first thing in the morning is good. Uh, last thing at night is good. And any time possible during the day. Yeah. You know, these exercises, some of them you've got to do throughout the day. But they're very small things, you know. Um, they're very small little things that you do throughout the day to be grateful for, blah, blah, blah. And what that actually is doing is putting all of this information into the subconscious. And that's what's important. It's changing that narrative that the subconscious has into something else, into giving birth to a new idea, a new way of being, a new way of seeing the world. Because what really hurts us is not what we is not who we're who we are that keeps us from attaining our goals is actually what we think we're not. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, every Tuesday night you do a Zoom. It used to be live in person. Maybe we'll again someday, but now that it's on Zoom, uh, people can join from all over the world and you do this tell tell us tell us about that and then in order for people we only have a couple more minutes but in order for people to get invited to that they already have to be on your text uh, uh list and so how do you want to do that do you want to give out a phone number do you want us to put it on the website how would you like us to do that with your phone number put it on the website i can give it to you right now i can give it to your listeners in in the u.s 
310-497-3495. So I can add them to the to the gratitude text group. They'll get an invitation every Sunday. Uh, and then, you know, if they want to attend, then I'll send them a link. And uh, it's every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Pacific Coast time. So I have I have that number. Uh, what do I do? Just say add me. Add me. My name is Filippo Voltaggio. <laughs> you said that very well, Napoleon. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so yeah. so so you heard that. So you got the number. Uh, you say add me and and add, add your me to name. The text group. My name is whatever first and last name because I got a, over eighteen thousand people now, and I. Wow. I like it when people go, oh, add me to the group. And sometimes they don't even say their name. I'm like, <laughs> I need your name and your last name. <laughs> good, good. Okay. And so then, uh, so now I understood. It's every Sunday night, uh, all, all 18,000 of us will get a text. And then for those who join on Tuesday, could you give us uh, 30 seconds on, on what that's like? <clears throat> so basically I have um, thought leaders, transformation coaches, uh, inspirational speakers that come on Tuesday night and, you know, share with us different tools, different ways to to try to bypass all the limitations that we have in our brain, because the limitations only exist in our brains. So changing our mindset is paramount to having a different life than the one that we have. So if, if we want to change our life, we need to change our mindset. We don't, it doesn't matter how much money people give you or it doesn't matter how much money you have in the bank or the job that you have, never going to change your life. As a matter of fact, even reading a book is never going to change your life. People have asked me to write books because they, wanna, they think that they're going to be able to change their life as a result of reading a book. That doesn't happen. That's delusion because it doesn't work that way. No matter how many, how much, how many books you read, because I read all those books. And I still found myself in that situation that I found myself uh, seven years ago in. So basically people come and uh, you just attend. You don't need to talk. You don't, you know, we have in the beginning, we have a meditation, a guided meditation. And then we also have um, people identifying themselves, saying their name and what their vision for your life, for their life is. And it's a voluntary process. Nobody has to be forced to introduce themselves, but uh, but people do. And then we have our speaker and our speakers. And then we have a Q&A. And it's a way to support each other in the creation and the manifestation of our dreams. That's really and I created this and this and it's free. It's free because I, wow. I don't charge for any of this. Uh, I do it for fun and for free because I believe in that. I believe that something that changed my life. When something changes my life or makes such a positive impact on my life, I want everybody to know about it. I want to tell everybody about it. And that's how I that's how I lead my life. Napoleon, and, and, and you, you, you have been doing that. You just have done it again. And uh, I can tell you're going to keep doing that. So I look forward to checking in with you from the Life Changes show and 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 uh, seeing how we can support more. Uh, been very exciting getting to talk to you. Grateful for what you're doing and, and having been here with us. 
So once again, Instagram would be Napoleon Gratitude, N-A-P-O-L-E-O-N, Gratitude, and uh, text your name and number to Napoleon at the number that he gave us. Uh, Let's give it one more time, shall we, Napoleon? Yeah, 310-497-3495. And with that, Napoleon, thank you so much. Grateful for you indeed. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, wow. Okay, and uh, after that, we have our Ask Dorothy segment. Dear Dorothy, This is Brenda from Los Angeles, and I am rethinking my engagement. I am grateful that you have agreed to officiate my wedding as you have been such a great support for me as my spiritual advisor, and I will always count on you for emotional, mental, and spiritual support. In the past, as you know, I have insisted that each of my new men have a session with you so I can determine what hurdles we might need to overcome. And now I'm wondering why I didn't do this with Bradley and now want to have a session with him and you as soon as possible. As you know, my fiancé and I have been living together for almost a year now, and recently things have been coming up that are making me rethink our relationship. I have already postponed my wedding date a couple of times, and it is now scheduled for late September. It was not until recently that I began to question if marriage is the right choice for us. There have been several situations that have occurred that have me questioning a future with this man who I truly love. Bradley says he loves me, and yet, These recent situations have me thinking that his idea of love and my idea of love are not the same. I do believe, I do not believe that love allows for lies between us, and I now know that he has lied to me about some important issues. How can I determine how to proceed with our relationship when I have so many questions that have been suddenly popping up? Dearest Brenda, I am so excited that you and Bradley will be seeing me soon so you can achieve the clarity you seek. I know that the more you question all of these things with Bradley and the sooner you decide what works for you, the happier you will be. I intuited when you introduced me to Bradley that he's very immature and that he lies to himself. So lying to you is just what he does. I married a man similar to Bradley and wish I had asked the questions you are asking now before I got married. Brenda, you are an excellent healer and life coach. And like many of us who do this work, we mistakenly feel that if we love someone enough, that they will then change and become all we know they can be. This has never worked for me, nor for the thousands of clients who have chosen this same kind of thinking. The truth is that the only person we can ever change is ourselves. I'm so excited for you to be seeking truth as to who you are and what you deserve in a relationship and feel that you will have much clarity after our session with the two of you. I would love to see your list of what you seek and deserve in a relationship. So please write it all down now. Then the next step for you is to honestly review your list and see how many of the characteristics you desire and deserve are present in your fiancé. This is a magical and eye-opening exercise. My most recent client did this 
and couldn't find anything on her list that matched the man she thought she was in love with. I look forward to seeing the results of this exercise once you have completed it, and I'm excited to have a session with you and Bradley soon. I trust that you will find the answers you seek, and I'm happy that you're not waiting until after marrying him to ask these important questions. Thank you, Dorothy. And if you have a question for Dorothy, please write her at AskDorothy at LifeChangesShow.com. And we'll be right back with our performance segment with musical guest, singer, songwriter, Jadina, right after this on the Life Changes Show. There are self-help seminars costing thousands of dollars guaranteeing miraculous transformations. There are compelling speakers and life-changing weekend experiences where you can walk on fire. They all deliver revelations that guarantee you'll come back for the more expensive revelations filled with even greater wonder next month on Fiji. We get addicted to positive, heartfelt, expensive theater. What we really need is a jumpstart, an awakening, someone who can give us a reminder that everything we need lies within. Through inspiration and practical knowledge, Dorothy Donahue helps people get grounded and motivated, inspired and energized. It's not just words and affirmations and the power of intention. It's a mindset brought about by a tangible, transcendental experience, an audiovisual, physical, spiritual experience that helps us realize we transform ourselves. We get tools to become the conscious co-creators of lives of unlimited potential. Find out more. Go to DorothyDonahue.com. Life Changes Show is a premier radio show presented by the Life Changes Network, which is a company whose team has dedicated their lives not only to positive change, but to helping others observe and embrace, honor, and even celebrate their own changes, thus enabling a more positive, inspired life and helping to create a more positive and inspired world. From everyday people, celebrities, corporate giants, and children, we are here to help and to serve with heart, integrity, and experience. We bring our message and positive intent into your lives through the Life Changes Show, lifechangesnetwork.com, and through guest appearances on other inspiring shows and events. If you wish to learn more about Life Changes Life Coaching, a private consultation with one of us, corporate or live event appearances, or if you would like us to appear on your radio or TV shows, please email us at info at lifechangesnetwork.com. And we're back. I am Filippo. This is the Life Changes Show at Home Edition. And it's time for our performance guest, who is singer-songwriter Jadina. Now, talk about life changes. Uh, listen to this. Uh, her, her About her music, uh, uh, where'd it go? Uh, where are my notes? This, uh, so this about her new single. It continues in the vein of her work that empowers and elevates while leaving a life-changing impact for each and every listener inspired by the power of self-transformation and the opportunities to shift ourselves toward higher reaching empowerment yay welcome jadina to the life changes show thank you thank you thank you for having me i'm so excited to be here 
Uh, so great to have you here and grateful that uh, our guest, Napoleon Gratitude, suggested you as the perfect performance guest for this particular show. Uh, as a matter of fact, what else I liked in, in your bio as a complete independent artist, Jadina is determined to shake up the music industry culture and carve out a space for artists to fully express themselves. In order to do that, you've gone and started your own company. Yeah, you know, I did a lot of work on myself. I chose into becoming the best version and I will continue to be choosing into that on a day on a day out day in and day out basis. And in that process, I was looking for a very specific type of music that would complement creating vision. And as I searched high and low, I, I couldn't find anything that I could play after writing my gratitude list or meditating that was in alignment um, lyrically and almost feeling wise with with where I wanted to go and said, you know, I'm just going to write that music. And that's how, you know, uh, affirmational pop music was created. And I started a label and it's still in its infancy, infancy stage. We're still in startup phase, but its intention is to allow transformational artists to be the CEOs of their lives and to be able to create from a place of empowerment and to be of service. So the music isn't about me. It's about a way of allowing people to take the lyrics and uh, reinforce their own visions and to support them in being their best selves. Wow. And CEO of their lives. I really like that. Now, actually, you ventured, you started in music, but haven't you ventured to something else as well? Yeah. So we just wrapped uh, an independent feature film, an indie feature film called Replica. We music supervised uh, the film and did some post sound production for them. We also composed the music for it. So we just wrapped up that. And what I love about Fourth Door Records, which is the label's name, is that we do a lot of different things. We're not stuck into one specific product that we produce. We do music. We work with movies. We create actual products. I have an Oracle deck that's out in the world. So there's a lot of different ways in which we transform and morph and shift to be able to be of service to anybody that we come into contact with. Now, I've been listening to uh, positive music for many years, uh, having also wanted to have uh, music that reinforced the new thought processes in my head. And I, I've uh, gratefully been seeing that there's been a shift. Uh, now, this is the the most of the shiftness that I've ever heard in the music that is positive. So I'm excited about getting to share, for example, your song Messy. Like I, I could be on the dance floor with this. I could be, uh, you know, at a party with this. I could be in my head, you know, in my room with this uh, and just having fun while also putting uh, a thought process in my head that makes me feel good. Right. Absolutely. For me, authenticity has been a journey. Um, I've always been a performer. And so allowing myself to have those days where I am not wearing makeup, my hair is in a bun, I'm, I've ditched my cell phone and I'm, I may be crying randomly and going through grieving and falling in love with the discomfort of those days and making it fun and choosing it to be fun and choosing to be grateful for the messiness of life as it as it will give contrast to those high points and that those days that are tough and or messy can also be high points in their own way. So 
This is a special treat here on the Life Changes Show as uh, Jadina is going to be premiering uh, uh, one of her. No, 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 actually, that'll be next. So first is uh, the first single that was released already out of uh, out of my shelf, the, the new album that she is uh, working on right now. So we're going to it's still a special treat because we're going to get to hear Messi perform live online. Right. Yes, you are. And it definitely is a special treat for us to be able to perform it for you and in the context of this show and what you guys are looking to create. So live from Angel House Studios with uh, my producer and partner in crime over here, Drew Kapner, we're going to go ahead and get started for you. Here's Jadina on the Life Changes Show. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so messy. <laughs> Nice. Jadina. <laughs> Thank you so much. So Thank you so much. Oh, that is so much fun. Messy. So uh, that that was very special. So if you are getting the inclination to follow Jadina, she's on Instagram at I am Jadina. So I am and Jadina is spelled G. E-D-I-N-A, G-E-D-I-N-A, so you can follow her there. Now, Jadina has products and whatnots at her website. You could go to Jadina, G-E-D-I-N-A dot com and find out about all what's out there. You know, Jadina, I couldn't help but think I had this visual. As you said, your music can be interpreted in different ways. And so when you were saying wild and free, everything's falling down on me. I was kind of picturing this wave fall, you know, with the water falling down on you while you were writing it. Now, why would I picture that? I don't know. Maybe because I'm a mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely impacted by mermaids. And water is the journey of my life. You know, I, we come out of the womb and we're, we're, we're in water. Our bodies are made up of water. And I think as Napoleon was speaking to, we build up these masks, these defenses, these beliefs about ourselves. And these things that our ego wants to be right about, our survival mechanisms and my journey throughout my self-discovery and, and through my life is to return home to that water, return back mm -hmm. to that that softness, that flow, that grace. And so I formulated this idea called a mermaid mentality, and it it's around the grace and the ease of being half human, half magic and being able to ride tsunamis and also feel the effervescence of water droplets on your face. And I believe that mermaids do that. I'm also a surfer from Santa Cruz and have been in the water my whole life. So there's definitely a tie in there. And then the new album, as you mentioned already, is called Out of My Shell. And there's a lot of mermaid themes that run through that whole album. Actually, before we go into the next song, which is actually uh, very related, I think, you know, we we hear about a lot of or we don't hear enough, actually, about uh, the powerful and strong uh, and, and wonderful women who uh, raise their children as single moms. But we hear that more than we do about dads who raise their children as single dads. And that's what you have. Right, Jadina? Yeah, I was raised by my dad. And I think that in part has to do with why I'm, I'm fearless in the sense of being adventurous and riding big waves. And also that there's a place for vulnerability in in the fact that it can it can be challenging. There can be challenges in being a single father or a single mother um, raising your own children. Um, so yeah, vulnerability is a big, a big piece of that. And I, I loved what Napoleon was speaking into around raising his son and, and really hearing his story that takes a level of courage to not beat yourself up and not to beat myself up for who I've been and what I've been through and to choose into a layer of transparency and to just say like, this is who I am and to not have shame or regret or even self-judgment. And then the song that I want to play for you guys, it's, it's called Too Hard. And it's featuring a friend of mine named Joe Kahn. And it's about inviting and loving men to be vulnerable and giving them the permission slip to say that I love you even when you are crying. I love you when you choose to let down your walls and allow us to see you. And I think Napoleon is a beautiful stand for that. 
Wow. Well, uh, kudos to you. Thank you for writing a song like this. Thank you for writing this song. Here is uh, Jadina's pre-recorded song. Now, actually, this is from the new album that is not out yet, Out of My Shell. As a matter of fact, this is the premiere song that is not out yet. But thankfully, Jadina is uh, introducing it here on the Life Changes show. We're going to hear Too Hard, Jadina. That transformational record label is what you have created uh, from from many perspectives, this uh, you've mentioned a few already. Are there any more that that we could uh, learn about? Yeah, I would say that um, what this label is doing is it's following the disruptor model that uh, is so widely and popularly used in the tech world. And what it does is it says it speaks to um, investing into artists themselves, the person, and whatever that artist chooses to make, whether it's a Chinese Mandarin journal for men to be vulnerable in or an oracle deck that has mermaids on it uh, mashed with an album and then a live tour and then an outreach program. There's there's a lot of ways in which the impact is the core root and core value of the artists that are participating in this and of the team. It's an ecosystem of humans that come together to say, how can we work together to create the next level of each other. And I think that that's a piece that's missing in traditional, you know, music industry talk. And it's not that it's good, bad, right, wrong. It's just what we're creating over here is something that we're intending to have a much bigger impact than just a song or just a, a tour or just a t-shirt. There's, it's a, it's a cohesive package to make impact. Mm. Wow. Yes, I'm thinking of of how things have been done when uh, the way like we leave we leave our home life at home when we go to work and then we're supposed to leave our work life at work when we go home. And of course, we know that doesn't always work. So it bleeds in a not good way. So what you're doing here is 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 what? How does it work together? Exactly. Yep. Nailed it. Yeah, no, you nailed it. So thank you. <laughs> and so and so speaking of, we have this uh, originally uh, original song uh, from Out of My Shell by Jadina called Too Hard being premiered here on the Life Changes show. I watched that drop of water form in the corner of your and your mouth says that a man ain't supposed to cry Whose voice is that? Come back, come back Right all the time 
a mirror on the wall Man, do you recall who you really are underneath it all? More than just the sum of all the problems you can solve And more than just that somebody who answers when she calls Are you able to make peace with all the flaws that you see When you take off the mask and let the pain dissolve? Are you the rebel or the cause? When it settles, can you stand to be alone or are you lost? Pause Whether you answer yes or no when the pressure falls Do you reach within to grab that weapon from the dresser draw? I know you stressing when the question isn't easy But believe me, you gon' need me when you deafen by applause We choose aggression even when we lose our blessing Cause we think it's our protection when we threaten by the law We learn to hide and deny what's inside And they tell us not to cry, but that's how we learn to fly Take off your masks, show the world your scars That's so exciting. You know, I have another question for you, which I normally don't do this after the song, but I just got to ask you. But before we do that, I am Jadina on Instagram. I am Jadina. And then you can go to Jadina.com, G-E-D-I-N-A.com. You can, of course, find her on all kinds of stuff. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and mention Fourth Door Records. So that's the number four. So FourthDoorRecords.com. Jadina... You do. You don't do. You don't just do martial arts. You teach them. So I'm listening to that. You know, don't be hard on yourself. And I see, you know, the the tear on the corner of your eye. Um, and then I'm trying to think like someone who teaches martial arts. That's that's intense. So where do these two come together? Like you know something that a lot of people don't know. I just know it. So being on the mat was a was a journey into the physical body and the mind and being able to teach women and empower women and men to be able to defend themselves and to also be spatially aware and how to protect their person, if you will, um, was really powerful. And I do believe that we have both masculine and feminine energy in all of us. And to be able to allow ourselves to be seen. I mean, sometimes the most vulnerable place you can be is on the mat when you're in somebody's guard or when somebody has you in a bear hug and to be able to say like, okay, I might, I might in this moment be vulnerable and it's okay. And I still have another choice from that place. So Mm. there, there's a yin and a yang to all of it. Right. So Mm. water, fire, fire, water, earth and air, they're all blending together into this perfect mixture of, of freedom if we say so when we say so wow 
you're amazing and your music's amazing and i'm so grateful for this connection thank you for sharing on the life changes show as you have tonight your heart your music and and your passion uh more power to you jadina jadina g-e-d-i-n-a and find her on instagram at i am jadina thank you jadina Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so grateful to be here. Have a blessed week. You too. Wow, that's so special. And with that, that is our show. On behalf of our executive producer, Dorothy Lee Donahue, and our producer and co-host, Mark Lejeur, I am your host, Filippo Voltaggio, reminding you that as your life changes like ours surely did tonight, we're here for you. Ciao, everyone. You have been listening to The Life Changes Show on the BBS Radio Network. Listen live every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Time and visit us online at lifechangesnetwork.com, on Facebook at The Life Changes Show, and on Twitter at Life Changes Show. Join us again next week as we consciously explore and embrace the only constant, Life Changes. The Life Changes Network is an entertainment network. The views and opinions expressed are those of the guests and participants and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Life Changes. <laughs>